0: capital 263 welcome to politics and beyond on capital 263 my name is christopher farai charamba
1: and my name is nomali the flaming arrow where should i set a blaze
0: yeah um today unfortunately henry was unavailable so i've uh, brought in our resident guest <laughs> nomali so to join me i commandeered her at the last minute thank you for showing up yeah. um We needed you. We've also got another guest um, today.
2: Very beautiful guest. Please
0: introduce yourself to our listeners.
2: Um, I'll just say thank you for having me today. Um, (laughs) My name is Taro Daphne Senderai. What else would you want to know about me? (laughs) Well, let me give her the flair because she's trying to be modest. So,
1: (laughs) Tari is one of the phenomenal young women of Zimbabwe who's leading an organization called She Votes. No, no, no. They're leading a campaign. Hashtag it's a campaign. She Votes twenty eighteen. And she the women the organization is called Women for Women Rights. Yes,
0: solidarity. Yes. You see, okay. So today I'm surrounded by two beautiful women. Thank you very much for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. And we'll definitely get into uh She Votes um a little bit on the show, just uh to talk about what we're gonna get into today. We're going to be mentioning Julius Malema. Obvious. He's uh, dipped into Zimbabwean politics and he's made some very radical statements that our government was not happy about. And they responded. Uh, that
1: PF was not happy about.
0: Ah, uh, our government. The, response came, the state. The response came from the government. Our
2: uh, government they don't. encompasses PF plus other people. Yes,
1: and they don't know that difference.
0: Okay, but we'll get to that. And then <laughs> we're also going to talk about uh, Professor Moyo. Uh, he had an interview with The Standard and... He made some very interesting remarks. So very, he was quite sour actually. Uh, as he said, uh, I think it's why I won't support Mnangagwa. So he came out and he was very um, straightforward. It was quite a loaded interview. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, we'll talk about she votes. Very important campaign, uh, I believe. And yeah, that's about it. So. Let's get straight into it. Remember that you are listening to the best political podcast in Zimbabwe.
1: I'm happy you're owning it.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, We've just decided that that's what it is. (laughs) So, Terry, welcome. You are one of the first guests on the best political podcast in Zimbabwe.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: (laughs) And um, we're now on iTunes.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we're now on iTunes. Happy tuning in
1: for Capital 263.
0: Please subscribe. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on podcasts on podcast Audio applications. Mag. Yeah, yeah, Audio Audio Mac and SoundCloud. SoundCloud. If you're on Android, download a podcast application. Look for Politics and Beyond, and you'll find us there. Mm-hmm. Right. So straight up, Julius Malema, he was, he was a lot. Let me actually uh, play what he said, so that there's context, <laughs> so that people actually understand where this where all stemmed from. from. Yeah. yeah
3: summit which is coming should actually focus on how do we deepen democratic practices in the continent and how do we avoid long term presidency and leading to the grave and thinking that the only person who can continue with my legacy is myself and nobody else you can't even trust your own children you can't even trust your own wives with your leaders only you can carry that legacy. You will rather hand it over to your children and then we discuss whether it was right or wrong. But is just for you to stay there forever and ever like we see in Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe's situation is bad. President Mugabe can't even control a, a spade. You know, they, was, they were trying to plant a tree. It's a salt sort of And he can't control that thing. That's how old he is. He's no longer capable of discharging his responsibilities. We don't hate the men. They can respond and insult us anyhow they want. But they are a group of cowards, those comrades in Zanupiev.
0: Right, so I'm going to leave it there.
3: Um, Nice way to end it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We all got to hear what he said. Um, Mm. Basically that President Mugabe is old, he must step down, and that those who surround him are cowards. Thoughts?
2: Um, I think I'll have a go at that. Um, when Julia speaks, let me be honest with you, From when I started hearing about him when he was in the youth league in the ANC, I just think this guy is like all over the place. Who's this guy? But with time, I've realized that he's matured and he has become someone who's become more of a revolutionary comrade. I don't lie to you, he has commanded so much respect from me. I don't know about others, but I speak for myself because I've met the men personally. And I was able to attend the manifesto launch that happened in April last year. And the speech he gave was astounding and amazing. For a man who's been in politics for such a short while and for the age that he is, like he's 30-something, I mean, honestly speaking, he's one to watch in terms of where he's going to be politically, maybe even in the next 10 years. Because we in Africa, it's rare to find such young, dynamic leaders. But when it comes now to the issue where he commented about us having most probably a life president and that uh, his excellency should step down, Um, I actually had the opportunity of talking to some people on Facebook this morning about the whole thing. And then some people were saying, who is he? What business does he have in dabbling into Zimbabwe's business. It's none of his business, but it is his business because when it comes to the revolutionary struggle, even when Zimbabwe was trying to liberate itself, we sought um, solidarity from countries like Zambia, South Africa and Mozambique. So it's, the struggle is a regional thing. It's not just about Zimbabwe and when he says what he says, at the end of the day it's his opinion and he's entitled to it. Yeah, but
1: she come here will be arrested for undermining <laughs> <by> the <laughs> office of the president.
0: No, but um let me jot in. Yeah, Julius is what, thirty five? Yeah. He's been in politics since well, he was president of the ANC Youth League in two thousand and eight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So about ten years he's been in, in the circles in i think he's been there for quite, for quite some, some time, time. Yeah. but yeah. in terms of a position of influence and a position of power so certainly when he speaks people do listen of course. and he has his his politics has matured with age as of you course. as you as you do uh, i hope some of our younger politicians will you know mature as well in this uh, arena <laughs> and not come out yeah. and say such Let's at, not get into Okay, that. But, I think uh, <laughs> you guys
1: have done justice but, but, to Julius's no, but, but, personality. But, but, Let's talk about the yeah, content listen, of what he said. That's what I, want I to mean, get to. like, for me, I looked at myself. I'm not even a Zambian PF comrade, but I felt like a coward, guys. But then, and then again, the only time we're gonna address this is 2018. So, but in as far as about talking about candidates, hey, shh, do you really need to be told by another guy that etc.? This guy is too no, no, old no. to
2: even drive a bus. No, no, know. It's not like it's something that uh, the ZANU-PF comrades do not know. It's something that they know, but that's not top of their agenda really at the moment because they are pushing, pushing their personal agendas within ZANU-PF. Yeah, but
0: my, my issue is, Julius is saying all these things, right? Mm-hmm. As it stands, President Mugabe was elected by the people to stand for the people until 2018. Of right? course, for now so, he's
2: a legitimate president, yes. and we have to wait until the next election. It's only constitutional that way. Really no, no, no. We have to. because A
1: president can res- can retire. Yes, did we, did we know that? But but clearly he can retire any moment, and from... <laughs> his comrades can say, in the same very way that we think that a 65-year-old plus person cannot mm. drive a motor vehicle. Mm. You are 94, and we think that it's best that you rest. From, from the, yeah, well, like
2: nine and a quarter decades old. Yeah, but then but remember, the those of, people used to register you know, late, so we're look, not even
1: sure if we From the looks the of things age.
2: right now, does he look like someone who's resigning or retiring? No, he can't anyway. He can't
1: retire. But be uh, the what end I would of it. want to say mm-hmm.
2: is, Malema mentioned something about Africa having a problem with uh, people who want to be life presidents. And I'm sure we can just go back to the Yaya Jame issue. Mm-hmm. Where he had to, it, it was a struggle, like it got to really embarrassing, you know. Whereby, I mean, you lost an election, it's time for you to just hand over power to the next president elect. But then he decides to say, Oh, well, no, we can't yeah, well, have that, that situation anyway. in but 2008.
0: Look, they threatened to arrest Jame and send but him why to why the ICC. But why did they just action
2: so, the threat? Because he was just being hot headed for nothing.
0: Look, at the end of the day, <laughs> if somebody says, I'm sending you to the ICC, then I'm, and I still have power, there's a likelihood that I'm not giving it up. But on the issue of, on, of, of Malema yeah. and all the things he says, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, who is Malema? Okay. What does Malema actually mean to the Zimbabwean voter? Can or to Zanu PF? actually. To Zan Pf as the ruling party who is addressing and calling them cowards. What what are who is Malema Remember to, something. to them?
1: Where, when Malema was addressing this the first point, he was addressing the upcoming AU summit. Right. Mm -hmm. At the AU summit, Malema is a significant individual in the South African politics that actually influences grossly the AU sitting now.
2: And also, he also derives some of his uh, ideologies from ZANU-PF. An example is he spoke about the land reform program to say that that's one thing that Mgabe was able to do that was commendable. I'm going to be one who will say the land reform program was justified because we're supposed to give the land back to the black people. But the manner in which it was done in Zimbabwe then is the one that was born of contention. But at the same time, he says he looks up to that land reform program for them to also undertake their own in South Africa. And those are one of the ideologies that he has in EFF about land reform and economic emancipation of the black masses.
0: But my thing is, who is Malema? Okay, like, as I was still yeah.
1: saying, who Malema was, is that at his, his position of speaking was based on the AU Summit, right? At the AU Summit, we address national issues and why we actually have these bodies because we play a brotherhood congregation to each other. So if anything, it has to be brought to, whether it's the AU chair's attention that, It is something that we have to discuss. It can't only be Gambia. And because Gambia is up there. In Southern African region, we do have an issue like this. We've had people speaking about life presidents, and we do not agree to that.
0: But but the thing is, right, for for me, it's something that, look, it's Malema, fair enough. in, in,
1: in, in, In context to who he is to the Zimbabwean voter, to a youth like me, best believe, even in the context of whether he's South African. Julius Malema actually spoke something that I wish psychology Maziwisa would say. I would listen to him. I wish AC Lumumba would say. I wish Temba Mliswa would say. Well, he did kind of say it, but he didn't boldly say it. But these are the things that we expect our people to say. But we see people who are He's pretty much a trailblazer in, Af- in the Southern African it, uh, region, look, like it or look, not. Look, okay, why fair we're enough. listening I, I is because... I understand
0: that, right? You know, but at the end of the day, it's inconsequential what Malema says. It's um,
1: inconsequential to PF, to no, no, no. not to I, the voter. I think,
2: look, Farai, I, don't know. I think Farai is right to say that at the end of the day, how does it then impact Zimbabwe, what he said? What, how does it change the status quo? Can I just this is do a me. quick
1: survey? Are you unbothered about what Jiraz Malema said?
2: uh I think he said
1: what I was thinking. Are you unbothered about what Julius Malema said? Very much. Are you both registered to vote in 2018?
2: They are registering us in May, so is Zixi's. <laughs> We are waiting for oh, Zeke okay. to open so the door. so my survey
1: is completed, guys. These guys actually think what Julius Malema said makes sense, which is an inference to half the people that we are concerned about here
0: anyway. No, but listen, okay, fair enough. Um,
2: but then now, the response... That yeah. Came so, from, yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> for me, for you to then you asked, you said, "Who is Malema? Like in the Zimbabwean context, for I mean, why should it matter? Why should it bother us?" Clearly, Zanu PF was hot and bothered. So, by it,
0: let me let me let me get to that. Yes. Um the government responded mm-hmm. through... Let's start
2: with psychology. Through,
0: through Minister Mshuwe. Did psychology respond as yeah, well? Yeah, he's
2: like,
1: we're very much bothered by Julius Malema. I'm like, I see you sweating in your
2: seat. And so. the 8 o'clock news yesterday, actually, they, they were they, they were clear. Yeah. He made headline
1: news. Yes.
0: They carried... Well, they I, carried I just exposed minister. myself not to watch ZPC. <laughs> They carried uh, Minister Mshoye, who is Minister of Information, Media, and Broadcasting Services statement, and he goes on, the the government of Zimbabwe, it starts, finds quite irritating and uncalled for insulting statements by the so-called economic freedom fighter's leader, Julius Malema, directed at Zimbabwe and the the person of President Mugabe. He goes on, he calls him a Gucci revolutionary who acquired the infamy of deserting and betraying politics of liberation as as exposed by the ANC, um, clearly his inspiration lies elsewhere and no amount of tapping from the proud record of ZANPF and Zimbabweans or invoking the name of our leader and president will grant him even a patina of respectability whether at home, on the continent or abroad. It's quite a long um, yeah, it's, it's statement. Long. We'll share it on our on our mm-hmm. Twitter and our Facebook page for those who want to read it who haven't had a chance to look at it. For me, uh, I don't think Minister I'm sure he should have responded.
1: Right. I, I agree if it was with a Farai. No, no, no. no. Listen,
2: I agree with Farai. If it really didn't bother him or they were not bothered, he shouldn't have responded, one. Two, I also think that um, if he was responding, I think his response should have been, okay, we are not cowards because... And then he... Lays it down one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, huh? eight. No, look, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but not for you to then go on to attack the person of Malema without using like a contestation of what Malema has said. I mean, it should be about ideas, but then he went on to say, Oh, Malema, this and that, he did this. It so, fucking what he Telling did, what he did. Wait, you're, you're wait. so
1: beautiful in your argumentation oh,
2: because it's very clear. No, eh? no, no, but these no, politicians no, no, no. don't have time. No, for no, that. Look, he. He said what he said. Uh-huh. So even of the day why are they bothered? Let's just be honest you guys. Kanawa gumbuka.
1: Have an interested Jonathan say something about it? Uh
0: no. Not, I, yet. I, not no he didn't make he didn't mention anything. My my <laughs> issue with with this whole thing is why I don't think Honourable Mushoi should have responded mm-hmm. was because the EFF is an opposition party in South Africa. Of course, it's not even the majority opposition party in South Africa. They only
2: got like six percent of the votes of in an the last election. 6%. Influential, six percent. No, of I course. agree. For one year in the fray, it's commendable. Look, look, mm-hmm.
0: look, look! It's an influential six percent, but, but at the end of the day, but a non-entity a very they, look. It wasn't coming from land. the ANC. If mm-hmm. it was coming from the ANC, then you have reason to worry. If it was uh, coming from the ANC Youth League, then you have reason to worry. But for the whole government to, to get go unsettled. and make a statement to an opposition party, I don't think was right. Number two, on the we issues... We don't
1: think Honorable Mshuah should have taken his position as Minister of Government to make that. We should have had some. Kaya Moyo... You know when, I, Kiamor, saw, I, know, Secretary, Secretary when I, I saw that statement, I was,
2: like, I was like, cringing and saying, did you... I, uh, did he really, like, take time to write that I, statement? That like, re- was some one of his peers. He, you should really have kept,
0: he should have just kept quiet. I really think um, Chipanga, uh, who is the Secretary oh, yes. for Youth, should have, made a, yeah, yeah. Kuzai yeah. Chipanga should have made a statement, uh, or Secretary does, for Youth, ZNPF, and said, look, uh, the president is our candidate. He's been endorsed by the people. It so is our this our is, is what the president. people want. And, 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 I, and I want and, to and say it. to
2: you, you know, EFF is well aware of the of the response. And if you go on Twitter, I don't want to lie to you, it's a bloodbath. Like, literally, EFF is, like, hammering yeah, no, they, they, and they, they, hammering. And guess like what? ANC is
1: quiet, guys, because like they are crickets. they, they,
0: they agree. Then, Look, they then, there was then another state. Actually, yeah, the government should have called the ANC in South Africa and said, look, the government can you should your, have not done anything get, no, no, because
1: no. the government is not ZANU-PF. Yes, they are majority in government, mm-hmm. but they should have had their uh, spokesperson uh, respond but to But let that. me say
0: this. No, no, no. Let they me say should this. not misrepresent Let me us. say this. This was, this was direct at the president who is the head of government. Of course. It wasn't um, the first secretary of ZANU-PF. He said president, Mugabe. So you're addressing the president who is the head of government. I have an which is issue
1: why blurring lines.
0: Fair enough, but the yeah. pres, what they should have done was taken it up with the ANC and mm-hmm. say, look, your people out there are making noise. Can you shut them up? Or can you can you respond to what it is they're saying? If not, they should have dealt with it at party level. That's just my opinion. Uh, yeah. right. The EFF then did respond to Another the um, <laughs> nice. And it was it was it was basically pretty much the same thing, you know. Um it was um who is yeah. the national spokesperson. Yo. Um what do they call it? The
1: People's Bay the People's <laughs> Bay. <laughs> um
0: yeah, so he he repeated basically and he called those in Zan um a group of cowards who protect the president and who hypocritically defend him every day whilst harboring ambitions to lead soon. Yeah. This leads me to uh I have advice
1: uh, for Zan Yeah. Just keep quiet. Because with, with EFF, those guys have got all the ends. energy. I'm telling they have the all the resources. You can go and on all the you population yeah. and the whole of Africa to be telling. The whole DSTV a majority you of can, us are subscribed to those guys. We'll check going. them out at yeah. 7.30 before 8 p.m. News.
0: But but yeah, so um I think also though is that Malema is trying to launch his friend Temba Meliswa, Honorable Temba Meliswa.
1: But Honorable Temba Meliswa is still in cahoots with his cousin, so
0: <laughs> <laughs> we're getting,
1: we're Maybe, getting to sorry, Temba, Mlesa, may I ask his you cousin. I?
0: Yes,
2: how then are you saying uh, Malema is launching Timber? No, in the sense that look, radicalism that he, they r- share yes. the same radicalism. Timber Tem- is you... radical, I think oh, Timber uh, is uh, tantraumatic. No, there's it a difference between that and let, being radical. Let me
0: explain is that Honorable Muliswa today at his presser came out and he said, you know um julius and i are very good friends julius loves the president but you know he just thinks he's old and it's time for him to to step down however the fever that um the eff has and what they've positioned themselves as which is kingmakers in south african politics Mm -hmm. so the eff will get eight percent of the vote right and the other two will sit around 43%, 44%. EFF decides who gets to, to play sit, with. right? Very true. And this is something that Temba Meliswa mentioned today at his presser that what the third force is hoping oh to do my God. is... He's going is to resemble just, the EFF. Exactly. He says, so if ZanPF gets 45% of the vote and MDC gets 30 and People First get 18%, none of them have a majority and the third force gets 7%. That's the then determining Then the third force factor. comes in as that kingmaker in the
1: miliswa, I just think that as long as you don't divorce yourself from the comrade Nangagwa, we are not buying your store right. But at the Sorry. end of the day, it's a brilliant strategy. No, no, no. Very Listen, good. Divorce at the end yourself. of the day,
2: are you going to divorce the whole third force from Mr. Mliswa? Because when you really look into the the third force. No, what? This is something that is really growing. I don't want to lie to you. And when you, you see it in 2018, like I was telling you before the whole podcast that Liswa is a foot soldier. You so know the structures that are there in Yad right now. They are it's solid. It's unbelievable in every constituency. From what level? He's serious. He means business. But what's there now is that he knows the youth are power-hungry. He knows the young people want to be included in the halls of power. And he has gotten the youth that he knows is a significant percentage of the population. And he knows that with that percentage in his hands, the election can be swung in this this way or that. Can I just say something on that? Hmm. Yes, he might
1: be having the conversation about the youth and it being a larger demographic. But then political will is a is a story that we need to talk about. One, two, we are not very dumb. I'm going to include myself in those youths because I think the strategy is beautiful. It's the same strategy that AC Limumba was talking about. I'm sure it's a strategy that most people want to use. But as long as he himself, Mliswa, does not denounce his ZANU-PF links, there is no way, even when he agreed that we need ZANU-PF to win. Okay, wait, yeah,
0: that's that's actually I know, where I wanted to come to. So now you've said that he must denounce
2: ZANU-PF. He should, right? because we no, don't believe but, but can their I can I can I say anymore? something? Can I say something? Zanu Pf as an institution is not something that is bad. I will speak for myself. The, the, yes. That's my perspective. Wait. As an institution, I've gone to school because of the policies his excellency put there whilst in ZANU-PF. We've been Zimbabweans are well known for being educated. I know that blah 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 blah, I know it's obvious or whatever it is I want to say, but the institution is not a bad thing. But the drivers behind the institutions are the ones that need to be plucked out. As an institution, to be honest with you, Ka. The policies that they have, the land reform and all that, not is okay. But then the drivers behind the institution—they are the ones that we say have the road. High the fives, road is that, the that girl, needs to be taken five, out. High five. So, so
0: point. So, all I'm saying is Timber will not divorce himself from ZANPF because Then ask
2: who
1: No, no, no. Seven percent of no, but look, you want
0: You want Norton.
1: That's the problem. Thinking no, that because he won not on no, once, but, he can but he win said, every no, time. No, but he
0: said you can't win an election without a component of oh, ZANU-PF And the was. component one, that is addressing two, is the
1: expelled cadets. No, but,
0: but number two also is he says that, and you've said this normally so mm. on the show, is that you're all ZANU-PF. We Everyone all is right? one, was one ZANU-PF. And he, yes. says, he even says it himself. He's like, all I I'm have, have ZANU-PF in my DNA.
2: I, and, I, I, but, I'm, I'm one person, if there's a candidate, here ZANU-PF in whichever province who's running for whatever public office or whatever it is, as long as the person is capable of discharging their duties, regardless of whether they are ZANU-PF, ZimFirst, or whatever it is, and I believe in their capabilities, even if they are ZANU-PF, I would vote for them.
0: Like Comrade Chinotimba.
2: Of course. Yeah, is in you Center, water, but then I can, don't think he's a, he's a Look legislator. at Walter <laughs> Zambi. Look at, I mean, look at Walter Zimbi. Let's just be, let's, I mean, we should have... Let's not attack pe- persons or personalities, but let's look at someone as People an individual, regardless of where they are coming from. We need ZANU-PF. There's some really... We like don't Malema need ZANU-PF. Said, we need individuals in ZANU-PF. Malema spoke very well when he said that there's so many capable young comrades in ZANU-PF who, who, who can take the country forward, who can steer the country into a better place. And they are there.
0: Okay,
1: Hence so... the United States is looking at Nangago to take over.
0: So, <laughs> speaking about... Um, our Honorable Vice President, yes. Mnangagwa,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Professor Moyo had some not-so-kind words to say about him. Sour um, grapes, jokes. <laughs> he, took to, he took to the, the, the private press, and he call, I, well, I called him out. I said, look, it's quite funny that you're found often in the private press these days, mm-hmm. but you know, before, when you were Minister of Information, you were quite instrument, instrumental in shutting them down. And then he replied and he says, Yeah, hung up on the word something about uh, your you have a funny definition of the word often and all sorts of nonsense. But as yeah. as as every politician, he skated the question. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he came out, he said, um, what did he say? Uh, he does not one thing I'll said, many yeah people. so he said he okay. said he doesn't okay. he doesn't he won't support um, honorable Mnangagwa. He said there's no vacancy He said that... That's true. um, Yeah, he did. He said it is not... PF members have a... PF members don't have a constitutional or divine duty to support VP Mnangagos presidential Of course, because right now,
2: 2018 is not here. He's uh, right. No, he is. uh, Mm -hmm.
0: He came out, he...
2: But then he kept on emphasizing on Chinu chedu chinu Chedu that's the thing that kept on coming out of yeah, so he's, out.
0: yeah he spoke about chinu chinu Chedu actually it was uh, in this it was in Nathaniel maneru's column <laughs> where he he said, uh, Um and he was it's got advising. Its yeah, it's got its people and he was telling yeah. he was advising Professor Moyo to stay out of factional politics and focus on his mandate as the Minister of Higher and Tertiary Education. And what he was saying is there is a space for... This is Nathaniel Maneru. There's a space for research into the history of this country and Professor could make a big name for himself if he focused on his mandate as a a minister and not worry about factional politics.
1: Uh, Okay. Firstly, I'd like to commend Jonathan Moyer for exercising his rights of freedom of expression and choice of affiliation and declaring that he doesn't like anyone. Well done to him. I mean, he has that right and that is okay. And for people to suddenly assume that any day somebody can take a break from his office when everybody else checks out of the office at 4.30 is totally unfair. I mean, he did say that he doesn't support Nangagwa. If you really don't care, be unmoved. Isuzu, who care? We are very much ready to comment.
0: No, but do you know what the do comrade you, feels strong do, do you know what my, my problem is? And he goes on and he also talks about um so Nathaniel Maniru is believed to be uh, Comrade George Charamba who is the of course. president's it's, press secretary. And that's the person and, who's
2: got the reins behind the the Zim papers titles these days. Uh,
0: <laughs> I I can't confirm that. Are you related just, to Georgie? He is my he is, he's my uncle. He's my uncle. So so I hope he, I hope he's not My listening right now. But so he does come out and he attacks him and he says, mm-hmm. um, "But who is George? Who is Charamba outside their mafia-like scheme, which he calls a scheme successionist scheme?" I don't believe Charamba's successionist outbursts on behalf of VP Mnangagwa represent President Mugabe in any way, shape, or form. You know he goes on, and it's an attack on the vice president. It's an attack on the president's press secretary. Mm-hmm. My problem with it
1: with Nathan's comment
0: with yes with it's his opinion though it is however okay. how however, problematic however, is it? as a minister of government right you are Mandative? putting out such no you're putting out such an opinion on the office of the vice on the vice president mm-hmm. perhaps not his office which he says he respects because he's in that office mm-hmm. but you're putting such an a statement out against the vice president of the country of course. The how person. does it how does it look in terms of the way the government is structured, it shows that we have a cabinet which is at war with, with each, each other. other because you, you have him saying these things about the vice president, you have him saying these things about the president's spokesperson, right? It shows that we have a cabinet which is not together, it's not united, and that's no way. There's no way but, that this country will did you, did you move you forward can then, when I just, people are do making you guys statements. You do you know know that Jonathan he's,
1: he's meets right. the president. Very often no. for very long, that, said, that's okay. That's they fine. may have
2: tea or whatever it is, but then this is more of an expose of how disintegrated our, our government is right now. Deciple and is my when, word. right now, what's happening is as we are gearing up towards 2018, and things like this. I, I'm sorry to say this, but Jonathan is just being petty. I'm I'm just going I to don't say think this. Being no, no, petty. no, look, look at it he spoke about about the whole I am um, the boss mug thing going on. Like, he says no. There was every part that, that mug. At the time, he was the acting president, and the president was like out of the country, and then he has a mug written, and the people he was surrounding himself with, uh, those people have been chucked out of ZANU You know, what does that mean? But I'm thinking... Legitimately, so, no. he was right. He says this is a successionist like uh, plot or whatever yeah. it is. But this is me. I, pre- I, I I like to plan ahead. I'm one person who always thinks to plan ahead to say, okay, fine, this is what I'm going to go with. But in the event that this doesn't work out, my plan B is going to be this. So they are planning ahead to say that, okay, fine. The Lacoste faction are saying, okay, Isusu, we are springing. Nangagwa is our candidate. That's the person we want. Mm-hmm. They're planning ahead. They're G-4. allowed to, to do that. They're but then they're not that. allowed to But at the same time now, we can't say uh, they should have him as president because our ex- his Excellency is going to be in office until 2018 and it's legitimate and that's constitutional and we can't contest that unless and until, like you said, he resigns or retires or whatever it is or he dies yeah. or something. But I'm just saying, Speechy for now... What's happening right now is that we have to wait for 2018. That's when people can start springing their candidates here and there. Sorry, on a legitimate
1: basis. I don't think Jonathan was out of range, one. Two, the truth of the matter is that it's only... Lacoste faction that's owning the existence of factionalism in Zanu PF, whilst everyone else, even G40, does not own that. Let me. Let's. let's, Before I finish that, the reason why Zim People First is alive and was birthed was because people were thrown out of the party for factionalism. It then does not make sense why we haven't heard of. Nangagwa and his kuhuts being thrown out for factionalism on the same basis, which is why Jonathan will continue to speak about it until they own the fact that they are causing some factional lines in the past. No, no, no. Wait, listen. In the air o- o- o-
0: let, let me put it out uh, this way and say that as far as I'm concerned, I have no issue with um, succession issues, mm-hmm. succession politics. Mm-hmm. It's a natural... Uh, order in of the in, in of things. Right now, Chief Justice Chichkao Siku is set to step down in May, and mm-hmm. there's factional politics happening amongst the amongst the Chief Justices themselves. Um, the yeah. the, 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 yeah. the
2: the judges the judges themselves. Yeah.
0: They all want to aspire to that position. There's nothing wrong with wanting to aspire of to that course. position. My issue. Comes down, and I have nothing wrong with Professor Moyo's opinions on the matter. He doesn't have to like Vice President Mnangagwa. That's fine. I, you look even in an. But see, he wasn't
1: addressing him in his in his official capacity as Vice President. I,
0: I agree with that, but however, you have to respect that the fact that this is your Vice President, right? I might not like my boss at work. Or my 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 superior, my supervisor something called soft However, diplomacy. Yes, you, you, I'm not going you, you, to bring my yeah. issues out in front of the entire company. And say, uh ningi ningi. Thank ningi. you for describing
1: right. how the corporate world works.
0: No, Politics. no, no, listen. Mm-hmm. Listen, what I'm saying is I'm not going to write a memo and send it out to all employees, right? Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take it up to my superiors and deal with it at that level. This is a minister of government. This isn't, this isn't an issue between... Um, it's, not a,
1: like, like a, a domestic, it's not a domestic yes.
0: issue. No. I've got a conspiracy theory. It's now like inter- a national us. issue. Yeah, what I'm saying is this isn't an issue between political commissar of a youth league mm. out in Berengwa mm. who has to deal with the national uh, chairperson, right? <laughs> this is the minister of higher and tertiary education... Talking about the vice issue. president of this country but they were talking as well as their the party price. politics. They were, but you're doing it on a national platform. Take it to the Pride party. For
2: the fora that he used is
0: Take wrong. Take it to the party. What's wrong with taking it to your disciplinary yes, committee? It clearly
1: didn't work. No, it didn't work. Yeah? No, it didn't we work. Say Do you care. think he, he he hasn't tried that? Unfortunately, we, c- we don't get central committee. Minutes and then now he on uh, Jonathan
2: Moore mm. then complains to say that, you know. Nangagwa is using his influence in terms of controlling the headlines and I'm always being put out there. I'm always coming out. But I'm just thinking, you know what? you are the very same person who misappropriated funds. Mnangaga wasn't there when you did that and you bought your bicycles in Cholocho, but then now you want to put it on his lap and say, no, it's I'm because he hates like me it. because I'm Debele, and plus, hey, factional wars, hey. No, 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 own oh, up to what but you've done. Let me, wait, let me uh, say. For the record, say, I'm
1: not supporting Jonathan because I'm Debele too, just no, for the record. Yeah, no, that's fine.
0: <laughs> but let me say, let me, say on, let me flip it over and also say, however, that uh, Nathaniel Omaneru has come out and also attacked Professor uh, in in his column. Yeah, I, said, mean, I mean, if the Professor loses yeah. the election in so, 2018, so, so that's his career line. He said, he said some, some things about the Professor in his column. Um, he said when he was referring to... Um, these uh ne Chinuchi. <laughs> um he spoke about he called him a, a small boy and that sort of thing I think it's very uncalled for I think that you have to at some level speak about these things within the confines of your office these guys meet every Tuesday in cabinet. Like, why can't you do that every when other you're having Wednesday tea or whatever every is? other Wednesday in a Politburo they are all there they can sit down and say look Inini and Farire I don't like you because of this. Then you did it, this. You did it's, that. Not it's scenario. Scenario.
2: Dirty Not them. dirty laundry like that. No, let them like, do it so that we know. We're not voting for them. Definitely. <sighs> who, so who are you voting for?
1: I, I haven't found the person, uh-huh. but so, so, I, I must say this. So I know who I'm not voting is the for. is a big question mark thing. <laughs> so so so. so for that's me, why we have you here.
0: <laughs> for me, that's that's just the issue on that. We'll see how it plays out. Factional politics are definitely going to be with us for the rest of the year. I just hope that we want to move Zimbabwe forward. And as the Zimbabwean government, the Zimbabwean government is too hung up on Zanupia factional issues to lead. Because as Minister of Higher and Tertiary Education, as the Vice President, Mm -hmm. as the President's spokesperson... You should be dealing with And like national right now issues. there's
2: something like there's so much going on that's affecting the electorate. The people who vote you into into those public offices, there's typhoid, there's floods going on, and you are just bickering like little children. Something like you can easily just close the door at home and just hash it other out hash it out there. <laughs> so, so, yeah,
0: no, so so 2018 is where it's all leading to, which is sad that we're spending this entire year focused on an election that is about 18 or so months away. But it is coming, and it's going to be a very important election. Mm -hmm. Um, Tariro has a campaign that she is a part of or leading. I'm not sure which one. She'll explain to us now. It's called She Votes 2018.
2: Okay. Okay. So uh, this is a campaign that we actually set down with a couple of uh, lady friends of mine, uh, one of them being Maureen Kademaunga, Mm-hmm. Um, and Stabile and Varazo and uh, Virginia and uh, Isabel. We are about seven ladies. We, ca- we, we, we started an organization last year called Women for Women Solidarity and this is an organization where we're advocating for a safe space for women who are actually participating in the political space. So we're saying women are afraid to come out and contest or let's just say be toe-to-toe with men in politics because of Being afraid of violence, because especially the violence factor. So, we are working towards trying to create a safe space for women to actively participate in politics. So we then realized that now we're going towards 2018, Mm -hmm. and we are looking at the young woman, the young woman, that's the young woman who's 35 years and below, and we are thinking where where does she fit in in the electoral process? So we said realizing that, you know, when it comes to electoral process, it seems as though when they say my youth, it's usually young men who are referred to, the woman is non-existent, Uh, When it comes to, if you look at the structure of a society, someone told me that um, it starts with the white man, the white woman, the the black black man, man, the black woman, Mm -hmm. the black brother, and then the sister. The sister is non-existent like she's not Oppression there. Hierarchy. So when you look at it in that way, you then realize that we have so many capable women out there who actually anticipate to hold public office and steer the country into a better place, but they do not have like the support system that can actually springboard them to be where they want to be. And we also realize that there are young women out there who don't know anything about elections. We don't even know, okay, if I want to vote, what do I need to do? So we want to embark on a journey where we'll also tackle like giving electoral education to people on what you need to have, what you need to do, or whatever it is if you're a first-time voter, and we have targeted young people because we are young women, one, young women, and we said the young woman is in the periphery of things in everything, and if anything, we are expected to cook, to ululate, to make tea, to dance, you know, all these political gatherings or whatever it is, if anything, we are the most significant or strongest support system that these men have who are in politics. But then what role are we playing? We are always in the periphery and it has to change.
0: So how are you going about your business?
2: So how we are going about our business is um, this year our calendar says that we want to go into all the provinces and speak to young women who either want to vote or run as candidates for 2018. So we speak to young women and give them the support system that they need, especially the ones who want to run as candidates for 2018 to say that we are with you, we are going to help you or incubate you or help you and empower you because we hope that with the going of time, we'll have a political school for young women. We're trying to come up ooh, with something ooh. like that, whereby women who want to run for public office, because we realize that they may be capable, but then their diamonds are well. rough, and mm. they need to be refined, like in terms of decorum and etiquette, and also in terms of what they need to know about how the system works. Yeah. So we want to empower them with that, to say that when they run as candidates, they run as capable young women who can take the country forward. Oh, okay. I, know, I have a I know, question.
0: I know, normally, so you've expressed uh, your opinion yeah. about women in politics and how they, especially young women, you spoke mm-hmm. about it in uh, one of our earlier podcasts when we were speaking about the Viva. The first, first one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you were saying how young women shy away from politics for mm-hmm. various reasons. Thoughts um, on She Votes 2018? She
1: Votes 2018. I was so excited to see it. And I'm even more excited after she explained the idea. Because it's been one of the things where I, I was strongly adamant about the fact that there's going to be so little that's going to be done to encourage the woman to stand. We are going to expect women who are very forceful and upfront coming very to true. come and stand without having to offer you the quota system and tell you you guys have got 60 seats in parliament,
2: go for it. Very if true. there's more than 210 of you that want to run, the merrier. But at the same yeah. time, I think we spoke about this before where you said that I'm not supposed to mm-hmm. vote for a woman just because she's a woman. Yeah. She also needs to be capable. Yes. So at the end of the day, we are trying to groom a crop of young women who we give them the, the support system, like I said, and we empower them with what they don't know. Because we, I was really encouraged when we had eight women standing up and saying they're mm-hmm. running. From what level to saying, I want to be a counselor in my ward, to saying, I want to run for this. And I was inspired. Women coming as far as Goromonzi, imagine, for our consultative forum, like our first one that we had. Mm. When was that? We had this on the 17th of January. And about a hundred and something women showed up. It could have been more because maybe of the rains, because of the rains, people didn't really show up the way we had anticipated. But in Belueo, we have been promised a, a, a great audience like over 200 people are promising to come and we are taking now what we have done is we do not want people to come to us we are going into the provinces we are going there to the people and talking to young women and teaching them what they need to learn and we also have a I accepted that we are not uh, experts in all things. So when it comes to like teaching about, let's say, uh, the biometric voter registration process, we actually called in ERC and mm. they were there for our event and they told people how the biometric system is going to work at a layman's like terms for the ordinary person to understand because. Some people don't understand, I don't my fingerprint is going to be taken. So we needed to just demystify this whole thing and make it simple for the ordinary person to understand. And we're also roping people who are into peace building because we have realized that the environment sometimes is not conducive for people to actually vote meaningfully. So we want that to change and for people to exercise their right to vote without coercion, without duress, and, you know.
1: Yeah. I'm loving the idea. I just have one question. For the women that are standing and that we, you, the organization is offering support to, is it specifically to independently
2: standing women or even women within specific right. political parties? That's a very good question. What we have done is we have said regardless of your political outfit... Regardless of the political party you are aligned to, we extended invites to all political parties actually. And we had women from the MDC, we had women from Zim People First, we had women who are running as, who want to run as independent candidates. Okay. And we want it to be a women's thing. We don't care about your political party, but just as a woman, if you know you can take this country forward, regardless of whether you're in ZANU PF or whatever it is, who will give you the support system that you need. I love that. Um, are you not afraid, though, that there is going to be influence played by the
1: other political parties to try and coerce certain people
2: to join in? No. What To be honest with you, at the end of the day, it's about your capabilities. Okay. If your people are going to try to coerce one another and all that... Some things are easy to see with time because I also know that for our first consultative meeting, we even had women from the intelligence coming in. We know that they were mm-hmm. there, but then we have nothing to hide. We are as transparent as we would want. If anything, we just want women to just stand up and be counted at the end of the day when it comes to electoral processes. I'm I have a,
0: so a question on... on. On, on funding. Okay. Uh, because it's always it always, It's always oh, it's about issue. that. <laughs> yeah, it's always, it always comes, <laughs> comes down, down to, to that. Yeah, how do, you, how do you fund such a such an exercise? I, I want to tell enterprise? you
2: something that you may not believe, but at the end of the day, it's your prerogative. Um, we are non-partisan, and we have no funding whatsoever, If anything, it's something that we are sacrificing from our pockets as the young women who came up with this. And Mm -hmm. we are making sacrifices. We are meeting people who are even donating for us, making banners for us, helping us with refreshments and all that. But it's not much. We have little. But we are working with the little that we have to say we are not looking for donor funding at all, to be honest with you. Because at the end of the day, there are some things you can do without funding. There's some things whereby you make the necessary sacrifices and things move. So that's what we are doing. Even going to Blue right now, we were supposed to go uh, on Friday. We have an activity Friday afternoon. You know, it's sacrifice. No one is making a lot of money, but fifty-fifty dollars. So what are you targeting? Whoa. To- you are going to wula. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. that's where I grew yes. up, actually. Uh, and you got Bruwe. <laughs> yes, and I learned in the way, like, all my life, I even wrote O-Level.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I Kuluma a lot. <laughs> so what are you targeting as, so now, as She Votes
0: 2018?
2: What we are targeting is the demographic of young women who don't know about electoral processes, and we want to educate them, one. Two, we also want them to give the women who are running a support system as women to say that, you know what? don't be intimidated by the men who are able to buy alcohol and nyama for those boys who, who mabawa, to buy votes or whatever it is. An example is Sali Lura. She was our guest of honor for the event. She said, you know what, I was running to be the SRC president when I was still in college and at the last minute, people deserted me and I was like, how am I going to do this? But she did it. She's like, I, I just did it on my own. I worked overtime and I won and I became the SRC president. So she said, at the end of the day, it's not necessarily about resources, but and she also said, you can't just wake up and just be in public office just like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. You need to put in the work. You need yeah. to make necessary sacrifices. And she, the way she spoke, it, she made it seem like, you know what, at the end of the day, it's not impossible. Because our women are raising issues to say I want to run but then the problem is now aligned to this political party so at the end of the day what do I have to offer and she said look I was able to woo people on what I am capable of and people believed in me and voted me in so it should be the same. I think as well maybe something that for the women out
1: there who are looking to run. What you have most is a mother's care, which everyone, even any man on this earth understands. And from what I hear, from what you're saying, I'm really hopeful that She Votes' campaign will be one of those campaigns that is going to take it down and dirty to the streets and help at the very most need and come into play for you to convince you that a woman is probably the best person who can do the job. If you can manage your home without a man or you can manage your home with a man who's not present, definitely you're going to be able
2: to manage this country. I was so inspired by a young lady who came all the way from Goromonzi. She used her own money. And you know, when she came after the event, she then came to me, she's like, you know what? I know I didn't waste my money. I really learned a lot and I feel like I put my money where it's worth.
0: That's quite inspiring. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Daddy. Do yes. you have any targets, though, in terms of numbers? Like we want, I don't know what the percentages are, we want 60% of women to have registered to vote, or we want, um, there's 210 seats in parliament, we want uh, to field 100. at least 150 or two hundred. At the end of the day,
2: I think we shouldn't try and work too much on the numbers. At the end of the day, it's women who are capable. Even if we have four of them in there, but who are able to discharge their duties, that's enough.
0: Okay, thank you very much. I want to know how people can get in touch with you. If someone's listening, there are a uh, female voter or a
1: female candidate,
2: aspiring
0: female candidate. How do they get in touch with uh, She Votes? Actually, Where do they
2: find you? Um, I'm actually the. Point person for the She Votes campaign. I'm actually the person who's responsible for their informations and other things. So it's just through my phone number. Um, should I like uh,
0: your, Do Facebook, it, your, girl. Media, your Facebook? Social, can media get, yeah, can you on social media is always
2: safer. They can even get me on Facebook. It's okay. Yeah. Like What's come to my name? inbox, Tyro Daphne. Of <laughs> course, <Daphne. laughs> <laughs> Twitter? Yes. And then Twitter, I'm Tawana Tariro. Tawana Tariro. Yes.
0: Okay. Thank you very much for coming, Tari. We'll. Definitely have you back on the show. Um, when, when Henry's around, um, what are you saying? I'm <laughs> sufficient yeah. replacement for Henry. <laughs> no, you were, I was getting to that, but you know, oh. uh, it was great. We want to have more contributors uh, on the show to discuss some of oh. the topics that we've discussed. So, I know normally, so sometimes you might not be available today. I commented you, and thank you very much for joining me. You held your own, you owned. Henry Spot, we might have to replace him. I hope he's listening.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Henry, I'm getting your job, man.
0: (laughs) No, but uh, thank you very much, ladies. It was quite interesting to hear some of the viewpoints on things that we discussed. You've been listening to Politics and Beyond on Capital 263. My name is Christopher Farai Charamba, uh, at Chris Charamba on Twitter. You can catch us on at ZW on Twitter. As I said at the beginning, we're now on iTunes. So go on to iTunes, search for Politics and Beyond, subscribe to the channel, like, write a review, tell us what you think, and uh, share as well. Please do share on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on your Instagram, wherever you can.
3: You guys almost made it the whole episode without hearing my voice, but I clearly missed you and I had to check in my two cents, which currently is about half a bond note. Um So yeah, Tadidro, as you know how amazing she is i'll just give you a bit of a cv because we completely forgot well i wasn't there so i guess chris forgot
0: um to ask her about herself um so yeah she's a writer for um online london based paper calabash media which is pretty dope um they've got great humor on that site actually is one of my favorites um she also writes for open and now capital
3: 263